Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Vegan podcast. This week is all about going vegan for health. Um, we're still in World Vegan Month, November. So um, if you've missed the last two episodes, you've been missing out. Make sure you listen back to Joey Carbstrong, uh, vegan for the animals, and Max LaManna, vegan for the planet. How are you, Molly? You all right? I'm good. It's actually quite funny that we're talking about vegan for health, and I've just had a candy kitten sweet. Ah. <laughs> oh. You're letting the side down. This I is, know. This is health week. <laughs> I know, but they're just so nice. I just found a shop in Bedminster in Bristol um, called Heron Foods. And um, they had, it's kind of like a home bargain sort of thing. And they had candy kittens there, full size bags for 79 pence. Oh, wow. Oh my God, that's I a bargain. I know. My boyfriend bought three. <laughs> <laughs> So, welcome to Health Week. Yes, no sweets allowed. Um, no well, sweets. first first of all, should we have a little catch up on how things went at VegFest? Because it was yes. really good fun, wasn't it? And, oh, um, I had such a nice time and it was it just was... so lovely. Uh, yeah, it was it was an eye-opener. So great to see so many vegans. It really was. I mean, uh, it was so lovely that um, some people came to see our talk who were like regular listeners, including Eve. Bless Eve, her. yeah, I know she travelled all the way down from Lincolnshire, and oh, it was it was very surreal. Actually, I was just like, "What? We have listeners?" <laughs> I think we were kind of both a bit like, uh, "Is it not just me and Holly that put things out every week? We have people listening." So yeah. that was yeah, it was really it was lovely. Yeah, Eve was so sweet and we had a little picture taken with her, didn't yeah. we? So, um, yeah. Yeah, and lots and lots of yummy food there. You you had some sushi, didn't you? I did. I had like a sushi burrito, they called it, but it was just essentially uncut, uncut sushi. Yeah. Um, but it was so good. It was um, like a tuna situation. I can't remember exactly what was in it, but it was like um, some sort of spicy mayo, um, oh, Kewpie mayo, I think. Maybe I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Um, and then inside of fish, they had mushrooms, but they were so good. Oh, Delicious. I, I want to eat that now. I, I know. The worst thing about festivals is you can only fit so much in your stomach that day. 
without being sick yeah and I was just wandering around going oh I don't know I don't know because I wanted to eat all of it but I couldn't I know (laughs) and there was so much stuff and I got um oh the nicest um what was it tofu halloumi pita uh from Mm. this Greek Greek, yes oh it was so nice it was so flavorsome nothing that I tasted before it was just delicious I wonder how you make tofu taste like halloumi lots of salt Lots of egg salt, I think. Yeah. Um, I think you probably need to, I don't know. I don't know how you'd get that. Like, you'd probably have to get like a very, very therm, therm, therm that's the word. <laughs> therm, he hates. Yeah, therm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's happening to me. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that looks incredible as well. I mm-hmm. had, what did I have? I for some reason, I went for like the healthy option with all these like lentils and like hummus, and but it was like mm. loaded. It was just so colourful. I was like, I have yeah. to eat that. I also had a donut. I also had a donut. Oh yeah, and the donut was so good. What was the cat burglar? Was the brand? Oh, um, and it was like a Homer Simpson burger, like the <laughs> burger. Why am I saying burger? Donut. donut. <laughs> God, what's the fun with me today? Um. Oh, it was so nice. I ate it on the train back and there was a person sat next to me on the train and I know that they were jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we also did some uh, cheese tasting, didn't we? There were samples and we we were all over the honestly tasty stand. I ended up spending £16 there on, on three blocks of cheese, but oh, so good. I'm a convert. Yeah, I'm a com- uh, I'm my name is Molly Pickering and I'm a cheese convert, vegan yes. cheese convert. At last, honestly it tasty. Was honestly tasty. <laughs> it was great. It was so nice. The best vegan cheese. The brie, oh, so good. I so good. I just went to um, a vegan deli shop by me and got more to buy some more. Brilliant. I love that. Yeah, it's a really small company. I think. Um, the girl that was there, it was her brother who set it up and then he got yeah. her involved in the business and she was really sweet. They do like a brie, a camembert and a blue. I don't mm-hmm. know if they do more on their website, but those are the yeah, ones they, they had do. on the show. They've uh, got like a herb, a herby cheese, which kind of, I I imagine it's kind of like a borsin situation. Um, and then I think we've got some other ones, but yeah, I'm really excited to try the camembert one that I got. Well, yeah. Thank you to everyone who came to see us there. And I mean, we haven't even spe- talked about our talk, which was so much fun. We did it with um, Jim from the Bloody Vegans podcast and Jake yes. Yap, who was so funny. He he is a comedian, so, you know, you'd expect that. But yeah, he was really good. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to get him on the podcast. because Yes, think, do it. Let's just have a laugh, you know. Let's just yeah. uh, bring some lightness to the world for a while because yeah. it's all a bit heavy. <laughs> I know. Please bring him in. I think he kind of um, helped us kind of, keep a bit keep our nerves down you know I think this is the first time that me and Holly had ever done a talk like this and so it was nice to have him as like the um someone to someone other people can laugh at other than us yeah (laughs) I've done it once before at VegFest in 2019 but it was it was terrifying because it was just me on my own and um yeah I just didn't really know what I was doing so I was I was a bit like, you know, when you're put on the spot and you're thinking, mm. come on, brain, think of an answer. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm holding a I'm microphone. I'm so <laughs> useless in situations like that, especially if I'm on my own and I've just built up all of this adrenaline and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't. At this point, I don't even know my name, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
there's just nothing yeah it was so <laughs> nice doing it together so um, yeah we'll have to love to go again next year yes um well before we talk about um going vegan for health or all the health benefits of um being vegan just a quick mention that we are on patreon and we'd love yes. it if you became a member to help us keep going you can join from just two pound a month which is like you know you're not gonna notice it are you what do you spend what's two pound i don't even know anything that's two pound anymore i know and you get loads of exclusive content and we're going to be doing monthly live podcasts so you can all join you can chat to molly and i you can chat to each other and just you know get a real nice um vegan community going and um i think our first live is going to be next month and it's going to be a christmas party so please please join up uh head to patreon.com forward slash simply vegan and um just yeah become a patron and support us anyway so how has going vegan changed your health molly massively so much like my physical health and mental health I'd say more notable my mental health which sounds kind of a bit strange but I think not not strange but you'd sort of think going vegan you become sort of fitter healthier all this and stuff I'm just so much more focused and I know I've said it a hundred times cooking is like my therapy and to be able to just cook really nutritious food I always loved cooking my whole life but I think there was a tendency when I was eating meat and cheese or whatever I would sort of go for the more indulgent things um and I can I still eat indulgently now but I don't know I think there's just so many different things that I can create with just a few vegetables and spices and stuff like that and that has been honestly just such a boost for my for my for my little old brain yeah um, yeah it's mad and I just think I don't know whether it's because I'm older as well but just overall just I'm so much more compassionate you know as soon as you become vegan you you do just you empathize so much I mean that's the reason why you know you are vegan at the end mm. of the day um and obviously my skin is amazing yeah from what it, well I say amazing it's drastically improved I'm not bleeding every day because of my eczema which is great <laughs> oh, bless you. I know yeah when you say health you don't really think about mental health do you sort of class it as something different but yeah you're right um for me I mean I I've spoken to so many people on the podcast who have said the same and it still blows my mind do you know what I don't even I kind of forget and when I hear of people being ill, you know, like you start getting yeah. the winter, like, oh, they're off sick or they're not, we've all got colds and such and such isn't at school. I'm like, oh my God, illness. Yeah. Like it's so bizarre, but yeah, it's coming up for five years now. And literally my whole life I've always had, you know, like you have your thing, like my husband, he always gets colds. Like it will be mm. like a, a horrible snotty cold. And I don't yeah. tend to get that. Mine's always my throat. So I'll yeah. lose my voice. Um, I'll, I used to get like, you know, tonsillitis, mm. go on antibiotics, like really, you know, massively swollen glands, things like that. Um, and I, I literally haven't had that touch wood. <laughs> I know. I haven't had it. Off. Not once. And I just think, God, what, you know, why is that? Is it because I'm eating way more veg? I mean, I don't eat, eat more fruit because I'm not really very fruity person. 
Um, I suppose it's the veg that's more nutritious anyway. Not that fruit isn't nutritious, of course, but, you know, more greens and vegetables as opposed. Yeah. And I guess not having any dairy, you know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it blows my mind. And I have to keep reminding myself that, um, you know, I'll have the odd day where I won't feel 100%. But it's almost like when everyone around me is ill, and like even my family are, are ill less often, but say like my wider family, you know, like yeah. my sisters or or my, um, you know, my nieces and nephews, it'll almost be like I can feel my body like fighting off whatever it is. It'll yeah. be like, oh, I feel, <laughs> I feel sick or I feel a bit coldy, but it does it's nothing severe. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this again, I don't know whether it's just coincidence or whatever but um when was it I think it was in that start of summer my boyfriend and all of his family essentially who I had been around all got COVID I then stayed with another person that got COVID I've had COVID before so I'm not like immune so I can Mm -hmm. get it but I just didn't have it at all right which is mad yeah again I I don't know whether it's just one of those things where I don't know, maybe well, it just there, skipped me. But yeah. I mean, it's strange. I think the plant-based health professionals actually um, have done a study. I think it was recently, or perhaps they've done a couple over the last sort of year or so, um, just asking people about how their what their experience of having COVID has been like. Because yeah. it would be really interesting just to see people that eat um, you know, a healthy vegan diet, how have mm-hmm. they been affected by covid have you know did they get seriously ill or or ill yeah. at all i mean i've had it and i literally i literally wouldn't have known i i sort of had a slightly very slightly sore throat and that was it yeah it when i did have it I, uh, the first few days were rough but it wasn't anything like you know i need to go to the hospital or whatever it wasn't that it was just like a very severe flu like just aching all over um but then it was fine you know i think that the key really is to just stick to whole food plant-based eating mm-hmm. as much as you can and uh, the aim is for 30 a week isn't it so fruit veg yeah. spices herbs mm-hmm. they count legumes actually, does a legume, uh, do legumes uh, count i'm not sure actually i'm not sure but yeah i think it's just variety is key Yes, like because I think you do get stuck in a rut. I know my mum's a bit like this. She's just like you end up having the same meals over and over, don't you? Yeah, like bananas, broccoli, green peas. Green peas, peas are green, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, It's always broccoli, carrots. Yeah, (laughs) boiled to nothing. (laughs) But yeah, I think variety is key to sort of um, you know really staying healthy. Just a quick review for today. So we um, reviewed the range at Biona Organics. So they mm-hmm. do all sorts, don't they? Oils. They do a selection of rye breads. They do like beans, cho- like chopped tomatoes, like lots of canned goods, but organic. Vegan um, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce, which I can't Worcestershire, say. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I love Worcestershire sauce. So do I. I love adding it to like homemade smoky beans with like oh, starter and everything. Yeah, because the the original Liam Perrin's one has anchovies in, doesn't it? It's yeah, I things know. you wouldn't know, know like it wasn't vegan. Um, yeah, they do like soy sauce, 
Um, mayonnaise, which was lovely. They do like artichoke hearts and capers, black olive mm. pate. Oh, I do love a black olive pate. Yeah, I mean, it's not cheap because it is organic, but mm. I do I do try, I don't know about you, and I know, God, you know, with the cost of living, it's not not easy at all. But if I if I can, and if it's priced okay, I do always try and buy organic, especially things like... Um, like veg that you're going to eat yeah. like the whole of like if you're yeah. going to peel it and stuff but yeah it's not it's not easy at the moment is it no and I suppose with canned stuff as well there's always the like extra additives and stuff um to keep the shelf life of them um so I think with organic canned food that's not there yeah if I'm right um I got sent the pumpkin seed rye bread or oil pumpkin seed oil and pumpkin seed butter which Ooh. was kind of like um well it's just like a nut butter which i've never had i've never had a nut butter that wasn't peanut butter oh um, haven't you no i've not oh. i don't know i don't know why i've not i think i might have had almond butter um, no that's really nice and creamy mm, yeah the peanut the, the pumpkin one was um it was okay i put what did i make i made like um with my leftover pumpkin from halloween um a i know a roasted pumpkin orzo and that was so nice and oh. when i was just cooking the onions i put the pumpkin butter in there wow. and drizzled a little bit of the pumpkin seed oil on afterwards it was good that. and yeah. i got rye bread as well which i i've done i don't think i've ever eaten rye bread in my life i really like rye bread it feels so healthy doesn't it because it's yeah. kind of like you know it's so good because it sort of keeps your it's, it's like so much better than normal bread it just keeps your blood yeah. sugar stable and stuff and it's just full of like nutrients and yeah it looks very fibrous doesn't it it does yeah it feels like very uh, virtuous when you're eating yeah. it but it is nice especially with like things on top avocado mm-hmm. or you know whatever you need some like quite creamy and um, yeah like something with a lot of like juicy texture to it not not something like very dry yeah yeah it can be a bit dry but no I love rye bread well we'd love to hear from you um how has your health been affected by going vegan or plant-based um email us simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk we'd love to hear your story and we'll read them out next week Next up, I'm speaking to Chev Clark, who's a Team GB boxer who's performing at Wembley. uh, Oh, wow. I know, next week. Have a listen to my interview with him coming up next. Today, I'm joined by Chev Clark, who's a cruiserweight boxer who competed for Jamaica at the 2014 Commonwealth Games. Chev later won the English Boxing Elite National Finals in 2016 and subsequently joined the GB Boxing Squad. He's since won a string of medals and is due to fight on the White versus Franklin undercard at Wembley Arena on the 26th of November. Very exciting. Welcome to the show, Chev. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> I must admit, I know very little about boxing. And when I was kind of like, you know, doing a bit of research and writing your bio, I was thinking, what do all these words mean? What I mean, what's, cru- <laughs> what's cruiserweight? Well, pretty simple. It's between light heavyweight <laughs> and uh, bridgeweight now. So right. it's, um, it's, it used to be the second heaviest weight class. Now okay. it's the third because they've recently added Add one, which um, it's between in the pro ranks, it's between, I believe, 
79.8 and um, 90.8 kilograms. Um, somebody's probably watching this and saying I should be saying it in pounds, but I don't know it in pounds. I've got it in kilos. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. I mean, it's all, yeah, it all goes over my head a little bit, but I'm really excited to sort of hear more about you know, about boxing, but also your journey and, you know, why you ended up going plant-based. So how did you get into boxing in the first place? I got into boxing purely by accident. I went, I used to play football. Uh, football was my thing. Um, it still is, but um, I do more boxing. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I went to the gym to get fit. I met a really, really great coach. Um, and it was more his attitude at the time. I didn't know he was a great coach. It was his attitude. I just loved his attitude. And I was like, it's very hard, but I'm going back. And um, at the end of that session, we had a, a little talk. And uh, he was like, you're good, you are. He goes, you could be a world champion. And as a young kid, I was like, this guy's lost it. He <laughs> <laughs> saw something that I couldn't. So, yeah. That's amazing. So you weren't, you know, what, I mean, what age was this that you, you started out? I started um, 18 and a half, um, started boxing. And um, yeah, quickly progressed. And then at what point did you go vegan and how did you, you know, how did you kind of discover plant-based eating? So I've always known about um, like plant-based eatings and um, vegans, etc. Um, due to the fact that my family in Jamaica or most Rastafarians or real Rastafarians are vegans. So they just eat natural plant, like natural food. So it wasn't something that I've, that came new to me. And I attempted to go vegan. Uh, a friend was telling me, uh, uh, I attempted to go ve- vegan like in 2010, I think. But um, at the time, there wasn't a lot of stuff. And I didn't live in London, so it wasn't easy available to get food yeah. that I knew. Um, so, but yeah, in uh, I, this time I did it in 2018. I think it was... October 2018 and uh at the time I was on uh, GB boxing um team GB etc so what would happen is at the beginning of the week you get a certain allowance to go and get your food and me I used to eat chicken three times a day and I used to cook for the guys so <laughs> <laughs> for like three weeks in a row we went to the shop and um the meat wasn't as I expected it, like, you know, so, because growing up in Jamaica, we had our own animals, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, the quality of meat as it wasn't as I expected it. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to change. And then um, I weren't fully convinced. And then I, I think at the time, Game Changers was out. So then I went upstairs and I watched it after eating this was. <laughs> so then I went down. <laughs> I watched it and I went downstairs to the guy. I was scratching my head and I went, guys, I'm going to go vegan. And they were like, shut up, you're not going to be vegan. <laughs> and I literally took all the food from my part of the fridge and gave it to all the boys. And I went back to the the, the store and, and got all the bits that I needed. And then I just went from there. Wow. Literally. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. So you literally went from eating chicken three times a day to watching Game Changers and then bam, <laughs> vegan. I mean, yeah. did, you, did you, you know, did you find the transition all right? Did you, did you kind of know what, what to eat instead and things like that? Or did you do a lot of research? I mean, as I said before, I was quite knowledgeable on it anyway, because I've yeah. got family members do that anyway. So 
the, the challenging part of it was getting the foods that I knew um, from my culture here. But then at the time, it was more of a thing where everybody was talking about oh, being vegan and there was more stuff readily available in, in the stores. So it kind of wasn't um, difficult for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you say, between sort of 2010 and 2018, it's changed massively, hasn't it? And even more so yeah. now. Um, so, I mean, what happened to your performance then? Did you notice an improvement? I, I, I can't fully say I have noticed like a, a mad improvement. But at the time, because we didn't track it, let's say, in, in yeah. detail. So. But at the time, um, there were certain things that GB tracked um, when we was on the track, for example, and it showed that I ran a little bit quicker um, and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say that was purely because of that. But what I have noticed is my digestion has definitely improved. And that helps with recovery because, let's say, we train we used to train three times a day. So... Between between sessions, you had to eat, recover, have a little rest, then go again. That was great for me. Um, so that's the one thing that I can say that hundred percent that's helped with. Yeah, because I suppose meat takes longer to digest, doesn't it? So you're using more energy to digest meat, and kind of makes sense. So, what's your training schedule like at the moment, then? And what kind of foods do you eat? You know, on an average day when you are training. So currently I train two, it depends actually, two to three times a day. And um, I'll get up in the morning, I'll have cereal, um, I have various cereal, um, oat milk, obviously. Um, that will do me, I'll have like bananas, um, dates and stuff as I'm going in. Um, I'll, after training, I'll have like nuts, um what are they called? Yogurts, if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> and <laughs> then uh, my favorite, one of my favorite things to eat currently is like quinoa and um, couscous, you know, with a little bit of avocado and um, like a little some oils, etc., etc. Then obviously you have your your portion of um, veg on the side. So that's that's how I generally eat for the most part. Um, obviously, then you have like. The, the Beyond Meat burgers and stuff like that. So that's actually one of my favorite. My Is favorite it? Yeah. <laughs> they do the best burgers. I don't care. Hands down, Beyond Meat do the best burgers. Um, if you haven't tried it, try it. I'm not even getting paid to say this, but. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. well, it's great to hear that, you know, someone who's at the top of his games kind of still has Beyond Meatburg because it makes the rest of us feel a little bit less guilty. Uh, I mean, they are really high in fat, though, aren't they? But I guess you're training so much that you're just burning it all off. To be honest, I haven't looked at the nutrients since the, the moment that I found out they were that tasty. I don't have them every day. So when yeah. I do have them, it's just not, it's not a big deal. You know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, generally, your diet's quite sort of sort of light. Then it's not too. I'm guessing you're not eating too many heavy foods. What about like nah. beans and things like that? Lentil, yes. Lentil yeah. ragu is my thing. I forgot nice. about that one, but lentil ragu is my thing. I love a lentil ragu, and I'm <laughs> quite fortunate um, to have a lot of uh, Asian friends. So, like, I go to their place and 
their moms will whip up a nice like authentic Indian recipe which again has a lot of lentils in it and stuff so yeah I'm quite blessed in that way and also my mom um as I said I'm you know uh born Jamaican etc so my mom does like um red peas soup you know with all the Jamaican ingredients the seasoning you know the dumplings the green banana like boiled green banana uh sweet potato um dumplings and yeah you know it, it's amazing my mom's a, a big chef so i gotta give her a shout out uh, yeah <laughs> hi chef's mom <laughs> <laughs> oh that food sounds so delicious you're really making me hungry uh, so for recovery then are there particular foods you eat for recovery to be honest i'm i haven't some athletes they have like particular foods they eat i mean having spoken to nutritionists and being on team gb for such a long time my thing was always eat to to be in a good state to train so after training i'm not a big eater i I like to drink a lot that's what i do um i can't eat so i don't really eat after training i'll maybe have like a a protein shake etc etc but um I'm not a big eater I just eat um well and it just serves me right yeah what sort of protein powders do you use then well uh the vegan what are they called uh x nutrition x nutrition believe it's x nutrition right okay I don't know that one right I'll have a look (laughs) but the reason why um I only use supplements that um UK sport approved so for it which basically means that they're produced in a, a factory that just produces that product. So there can't be no contamination. So you have to okay. be careful. Of that. So okay. that's probably why I haven't heard of right. it. But yeah. yeah. What advice would you give for anyone wanting to get into a competitive sport, especially people who are sort of, you know, very into their health and fitness and on a plant-based diet? Um, any advice I'd give is pick something that you are – I don't say passionate, but something that you're going to give your all. Even on the days when you don't feel like doing it, you're just going to turn up anyway. You know, don't do it because somebody else is doing it. Do it because it's true to you. Um, that way you're, you're, you've you won 70% of the battle. Because as I said, it's not every day you're going to get up and want to, want to do it. But you've yeah. got to get up and do it like you love it. You yeah. know. Um, so that's that's half of the battle. You want to fight half of the battle by doing something that you're like, you, you know, I love it. I love it, and something that you're gonna do. But even though it's hard, you've got a smile in your face, and you're still cocky with doing it be- between <laughs> you and yourself. Do you know what I mean? You have me say, I'm great at this. I'm yeah, I'm good at this. This, this is why I do this. I don't like it. It hurts, but I'm good at this. Kind of, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess you just have to keep going. I mean. You know, it must take such sort of perseverance and consistency with the the training. And you know, do you ever kind of just wake up and think, "I just don't want to do this today. I just want to kind of have a duvet day in bed." <laughs> Every day I get up, I'm like, "Why do I do? <laughs> Why well, I do it like I love it?" You know, because no, like nobody likes pain. Like, mm. And if you're going to the gym or doing your sport, and you're not, um doing it to the stage where you're like oh are you really dedicated to it you know Um, if you're not exerting yourself or you're not how can I explain it 
yeah, I suppose that that's right. If you're if you're not doing it to a level where you're like, oh, I'm sick of this, <laughs> but I love it anyway. I'm gonna do it. Um, are you really um, pushing yourself? Yeah. What training is involved then? Um, do you do a lot of other training like fitness, like running and and kind of weights and things like that? Yeah, I mean, boxing's come a long way. Um, sports science has come a long way. So, you know, it used to be a thing of, oh, you have to run six miles every day, seven miles every day. But, you know, now you can use a rowing machine. You can use a climbing machine. You can use a, a skier. You know, there's various different things you can do. Um, some people are a little bit more unconventional. Um, but there's there's various things. As long as it's attributing towards you getting fitter and um, you learning the skill of, of boxing. Um, yeah, there, there's plenty it's plenty you can do. As I said, I I like to use the rower. I, I think the rower is really good. I do my running still. Um, circuits, that's that's another thing that I, I do. Um, and it helps. It, it, it goes a long way. Mm. Do you track all your, like, sort of macros and calories and things like that? Or are you just quite sort of casual about how you eat yeah I'm not very I'm not in terms of the eating I don't write down everything but yeah in terms of the training um I wear a heart rate monitor I know exactly where I'm supposed to be I know I I write down everything in that sense but in terms of eating I I think I've been blessed I, I grew up and I was educated on food as I grew up so I know the right foods to eat and um what works for my body so, you know, again, I was on Team GB and you're well educated on well while you're on the team of what to eat and what will help you perform at the highest level. So, yeah, in, in terms of that, I don't really get in detail because it's in my head. Yeah. Uh, but in the other in the other stuff, I write down everything. I'm like, I did this run today. I did this. OK, it was this high. Took me this time. And uh, yeah. So what's it like performing at such a massive event with, you know, somewhere like Wembley? Um, you know, I've only been to it once. I went there for the Olympic homecoming. So, you know, I've never been there, but it's going to be great. I perform at, um, well, the, the Olympic um, epicenter in Tokyo. You know, that yeah. was amazing. So, Because I've had experience in it already at the highest level, to me, I'm still grateful, but it's not daunting to me. Yeah. You know, I've had, I've got the experience. It's just like going, going to work for you. You just turn <laughs> up and do what you do. Um, yeah. But I mean, uh, some people are, um, who haven't experienced it yet, I can just ima- imagine it being like, wow. Like there's yeah. certain people that I train with and they're like, yo, you're boxing at the O2, bro. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm boxing at the O2. They're like, you know (laughs) yes you know it's like I think it would be like me having the opportunity to play at the Emirates for us like for Arsenal or Wembley I'd be like yo I'm playing at the Emirates bro you know what I mean so (laughs) I suppose it's the same kind of thing yeah oh it sounds amazing oh Sheva it's been so good to talk to you good luck with the fight on the 26th of November and um, yeah, anyone that wants to follow you, where can we find you? It's at C number four, C H E V on all social media platforms. Join the journey. 
Thank you so much for listening. And please do like, subscribe and leave us a review. And also head over to patreon.com forward slash simply vegan and join our community from just two pound a month you also get access to exclusive content and our christmas zoom party next month join us at the same time next week thursday morning where i'll be chatting to nisha vora of rainbow plant life she's a vegan food blogger and she will be rounding off our world vegan month series talking about vegan for the food 